I was wrong. And I, I honestly, if I were an anonymous person, I would give her feedback that she needs to put different pictures on her profile because she looks much better in person than she does in her profile photos. And well, don't tell her other people. I, I know just that will never yourself. come out of my mouth, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You shut your but, mouth, Zach. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but mark this day, January 15, 2024, a man had openly admitted he was wrong on a podcast. Yeah. All right. I like yes, you a lot, Zach, so wrong. far. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie Jackson, back with my co-host, Erica Spira. Hello. I am so excited, first of all, to, to chat with our guests later, but also I need to know how the phone call intros have been going for you. We need, we need an update. Okay. So, phone call intros. I'm a little hit or miss on them. I'm not going to lie. But I guess okay. that's the point, right? Yeah. Well, I th- yeah, I think, I think that's... <laughs> Regardless of the outcome, they're probably a success. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So overall, I am a fan. I will say I'm a fan. Great. Do I think I will always do this with every date? Probably not. Yeah. But I do like it. I do think it's a great time saver. Um, it. <laughs> I mean, one guy I had something scheduled with. We had a day. We had a time. I followed up. I found out, um, Hinge, you can't call through the app anymore, which yeah, fine by me. So I was like, oh. Hey, you know, you still good. Here's my number. Unmatch me. Out of control. Out of control. So crime. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know why. They were all about it. They were very excited. They liked the 2024 efficiency energy, I guess. Um, so I was like, all right, I guess that one's a, an L. We'll take an L for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I did have one phone call. Uh, we were supposed to go out again two days later. And then... Uh, I would assume someone doing a phone call, right, is somebody that wants to go on a date, maybe is dating a little more intentionally. You would um, think. You would think. Uh, suddenly the next night, night before we were supposed to go out, things took a little bit of a turn of kind of some late night texting. Mm. I got into it on Patreon where I was just like, oh, I, That's what I don't here. think we're looking for the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I've said this a thousand times where it's like men, men will just talk themselves out of pussy. Okay. I'll put it point blank. <laughs> they will just talk themselves out of it. So maybe the phone call is the best idea of 2024 for myself where I'm like, I will let you talk yourself out of you, it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm going to give you the opportunity to talk yourself out of a date. Ready, go. Ready, go. Here's your opportunity. Okay. You blew it. It's the date was lined up for the next day and you couldn't just wait till then. Wait till then. You never know what's going to happen. All right. We, we've said it before. The date is the foreplay. Uh, there's no telling what's going to happen at the end of that foreplay, but we got to get there first. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I was feeling this guy. I probably would have made out with you, but you got to go and ruin it, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying on the phone calls. Um, I don't dislike them. Uh, and then I ended up going on two dates that actually were not phone call people. So that's why my, my general results are somewhat inconclusive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you could say to like you know put put a good spin on it. You could say that the flaky guy who unmatched you after scheduling a phone call, and the booty text guy, whatever you want to call that, like yeah. those people probably weren't going to work out anyway, and so you didn't spend time with them in person. Exactly. So I went I went into more detail on Patreon, and one date I had this week was um, just real real took a turn i i'm I'm just gonna keep that patreon only several turns i, I want to get into it again <laughs> yeah. no yeah we just do not like, we do not yeah. need to as one we of do the not need to. 
as one of the members of the Discord said, I have never gasped and groaned so many times listening to a Patreon episode. And I agree. I agree with her assessment. That one was tough. So anyway, uh, I've been uh, abusing some Sunset Lake CBD a little bit this week. (laughs) I so I those who follow my Instagram stories know that know that I had quite the busy Saturday this past week. And we'll get into that. But same because I've been kind of go, go, go. And I've really needed some good sleep. Yeah. And they have a new product coming out because I've talked about their melatonin tinctures, right? Yeah. They have a new product coming out that if melatonin is not your vibe, you don't really you don't really fuck with it. All right. They are not only having a tincture sale coming up, which is 35% off all tinctures, but they have a new product that is for sleep without the melatonin. It's so good. It's called Goodnight CBD Oil. It's available now. Their tincture sale is going on now. 35% off all tinctures, including this one. It's a melatonin-free nighttime CBD oil option. And as a dedicated, dedicated fan of the melatonin drops and the sleep gummies, I can tell you that this works just as well. I don't personally have any negative side effects from melatonin, but I know a lot of people do. And a lot of people have asked us with Sunset Lake, you know, is there another option? And now there is. Yeah. So maybe you're fired up after a date like I was and um, you need a little bit of CBD to help you calm down a bit. So if you haven't tried one of their tinctures yet, they have it for everything. Sleep, regular, they have different dosages. So go head on over to sunsetlakecbd.com. Use the promo code tincture for 35% off, which is more than we usually give you. And it's going on until January 25th. So it's happening right now. Happening now. And if you want to do something besides the tinctures, you can always use our code FMH20. That'll get you 20% off. But try those tinctures. It's a great time. It is. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feeling all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So, anyway, I got to throw it over to you because you had a boatload of a weekend. Oh, that I did. That I did. Um, So, first, I have a a, a question for you. Mm -hmm. We've talked before about, like, how, how late will you accept a date update or like how late will you accept a date or like how late after you haven't heard from someone, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. Last week I talked about how I had a date set up for Saturday afternoon. This was the guy that had proposed that soul release dance party and I pivoted us to a copy date. Yep. So we had a time and a place, 2 PM Saturday copy place in Brooklyn. We didn't talk then throughout. This was like, I think Tuesday, we didn't talk throughout the rest of the week. Preferable. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But then we get to Saturday morning and I realize like I I haven't talked to this guy. I want to make sure that he's going to be there. Right. It's been five days. So I messaged him in the morning and said, I didn't say, hey, are we still on? Because I like to be, you know, more like pro- 
positive confirmation. And I mm-hmm. said, hey, I'm looking forward to later, you know, see you 2 p.m. at place, you know, et cetera, right? And then I didn't hear anything. Oh. And it was getting – At all? Cl- at all. And it was getting closer and closer to the time when I would need to not only start getting ready but actually leave. Right. And so I wasn't sure. Like I was so nervous, honestly, because I was like, I feel like this could turn into a situation where he shows up and now I'm the asshole because we had a time and a place, but he never replied to me. Yeah. If you don't reply, fair. Fair to not show. I I thought so, but I also was just anxious about that happening. (laughs) Yeah, I would be. So we get get closer and he texted me back like – Probably right around the time when I would have left. Sa- oh, saying what? Saying, yeah, see you there. Oh. So, so at this you, point. Did you go or not? Well, I'm on my couch. I'm not wearing – I'm wearing a sweatsuit and no makeup on my couch oh, shit. at the time when I would have had to leave. Mm. So I wrote back and I said like, oh, shoot. I, I didn't hear back from you, so I actually didn't start getting ready, but I can be there by three if that works for you. Yeah. Okay. So just like, a, I'm going to be late now. Yeah. And he's All like, right. and then he said something like, oh, I would never stand you up, but I totally understand. Okay. Like, right. yes, I can do that. See you at three. So fine. <laughs> okay. So saved it. Saved it. Yeah. I was worried he was going to be mad, which would have been a red flag if he was mad, but I was just kind of a little yeah. anxious that that was, that it was going to turn into a negative interaction. It didn't. Mm-hmm. So got ready, went to the date. Uh, we're calling him the biker, and I'll explain why on Patreon. I'm like, did he bike to the date? <laughs> <laughs> Not like that other time when that guy biked and was like so sweaty. Yeah, I mean, pro- props for biking anywhere because I couldn't. But anyway, yeah. continue. No, not for that same reason, but I will talk about that on Patreon. Um, so <laughs> on the way to the date, I so I was – you know, looking up how to get there, best whatever, like, all right, I would take a bus, et cetera. Come to find out that this place is closed in between three and four. Oh, wonderful. Great timing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I texted him again and was like, hey, I'm on my way. Heads up, though, it's closed at the exact hour that we wanted to be there. Mm. So he picked a new place, but he said, hey, let's still meet out in front of that one and then we'll walk over to the other place. So I said, great. Great vibe right away. We were laughing almost immediately. Like we – something happened on the street that we both thought was funny and then we were laughing. Like really great vibe. He very seamlessly bought my coffee and offered if I wanted to get any food and I got a little like croissant thing and didn't make it awkward. You know, we've talked about how like that scenario where you're ordering at a register can be awkward sometimes. Yeah, very. Yeah. Didn't make it awkward at all. He like walked up to the register and then like turned to me and said, what would you like? Like, it was yeah. very clear from the beginning that he was going to buy it, which I appreciated that clarity. Yeah. Also, as he should, is my opinion. Uh, yeah. Continue. Yeah. I, I I liked it. Not an expectation on my end, but I just appreciated there wasn't, like, awkwardness about it. Can I pause your story for a sec? Of course. If you go on a coffee date and the dude just pays for himself, are you at all turned off? probably on a coffee date in that in that setting yeah probably right because it's this i understand the mentality of like i don't expect but at the same time i'm like fair to be turned off though 
I, I think so. Yeah. I you think know? it's different for me than if we're getting drinks and the check comes and we're going to like split it because it's like, it just, fe- yeah, it, feel, it feels different. It's also yeah. obviously a different price point. Right. But I don't know. I mean, it's just interesting because I'm very like, do what you want in this area for me. I'm like, it's a, it's a big no for me. Of like, you can't even buy my coffee, you know? So that's why I want to be like, it's fair to be turned up. You don't have to justify it. Like, not that I was expecting. I'm like, but but you but are me, a little bit, you know? But for me, it, it, I agree with you. It is fair to be turned off. And I probably would have been in the coffee date situation. But I am on, I am also normally on first dates, totally down to split. Like, that is not a turn off for me. No, I Though know. I agree I'm with aware. you. It is fair. Yeah. Anyway, that was a sidetrack. Yeah. Continue. So anyway, so then we like went to the back, found a table, sat down, chatted for probably an hour. Super easy conversation. We both – we have some things in common. We both love traveling. He's actually also going to Costa Rica soon. He's also oh, going right. to Cartagena soon and I have a lot of wrecks. So really easy conversation in that sense. Also some things that we very much don't have in common – could have guessed this by his suggestion to do that soul release dance party thing. Uh, he's a burner. What have you been a burner? Ghost like, of Burning Man. Oh, that's what I was they like, call them. Smokes so. weed? I was like, what is no, burner? What is no, no, no. They call <laughs> I was like, what's burners? burner? Like he goes every year. I don't think he goes every year, but he's been several times and like enjoys it and does things, other things like that. For example, the thing he's doing in Costa Rica is like a wellness retreat type of thing. Okay. So he's a little more woo woo. Very much so. A little more L.A. than New York. Yes. Uh, Though he's lived here for even longer than I have. Um, Older, also. I forgot to mention that. He's in his early 40s. Nice. So so that I was like, okay, we're not aligned there, but we don't have to have all the same interests. That's fine. We're having a good Mm -hmm. time. I'm enjoying the conversation. Not sure if there's a romantic vibe or a friend vibe at that point, but I'm like, I liked talking to this guy. I would totally go out with him again. Yeah, I mean, if you have fun on a coffee date, I feel like good sign. Because it is totally. essentially, at its core, a little bit of a boring date. Not that For that's sure. wrong, but For it's sure. a little boring. You know, I agree. Yeah. And I, that's what, another reason why I think it's just a lot easier to feel that more friend vibe. Yep, 100%. And so when I'm like, this is why I don't really like coffee dates as a first date, though it was my suggestion, but it was really just I panicked. It was the only thing I could think of besides the solar yeah. dance party. Yeah, and you had, a, you had a crammed day. You're like, what can I fit in? Okay. Yeah. Easy. It was also freezing that day. So the, the like walk and talk wasn't really an option. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I then went to get my first manicure of the year where I do the like Pantone color of the year. I do it every January. I told him about that and that I, that's where I was going. And he was like, oh, send me a picture. Hope they have the right color. Cute. Whatever. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, totally well. Great. Send him the picture. He doesn't reply. Nothing. Nothing. The whole night. Oh, damn. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, now I'm struggling with whether to, go, whether to finish the, this story in full or to go in chronological order of my evening. What do you think? Um, well, I'm curious. Have you heard from him today? This is two days later. Yes. So that, so I guess okay. I'll finish this story in, in full and then I'll go back. Yeah. All okay. Right. So, so not ghosted, but. No. Didn't, but didn't respond to the text that he asked for. Yeah. That's very odd. <laughs> So weird. His, his track record on text right now is in the toilet. Yeah, it's not great. Um, did hear from him the next day, and he sent me a no ghosting text that he didn't feel a spark. Use the word spark. 
he used the word spark. All right, man. It's a coffee date. I, that's what I'm saying. The reason <sighs> I don't like coffee dates. I'm like, maybe we would have felt the spark at the soul release dance party. We'll never know. Yeah, right. Sorry, sorry I wasn't dancing up on you <laughs> to make myself sparky. Uh, that sucks because it sounds like you were you were very down for another date. I was very down for another date. And like the thing that also – and I didn't obviously say this to him. I just said like, thanks for letting me know. You know, take care or whatever. I agreed. I also didn't feel a spark. But right. like I wanted to go out to like see if that could develop. It's just like a bummer that not everybody dates that way, especially yeah, guys. Or, or it's like do we also just use it as an easy excuse? Oh, possibly. Yeah. You know, because it's like he could have just said, I wasn't feeling the connection. Not something I can argue with. You know, I can't argue with Spark. I can't argue with connection. No, definitely. I was a little bummed that he didn't mention the nails. Yeah, that's very odd. (laughs) It's almost like he was like, I'll get you to reach out to me so I can then reject you. Right. Cool. Thanks, man. Didn't even say anything about the nails. I'm like, but what what, what about you think about the color match, though? Yeah, you couldn't compliment sandwich me? Nails look great. By the way, I wasn't feeling a spark. Don't want to date anyway, you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, don't want to date you. Good luck with blah, blah, blah. Hope sure you have fun in Costa Rica. <laughs> Damn. Um, I know. So, I'm sorry, dude. That just yeah. Um. So that's the biker. Um. So that happened. So then I went to get my nails done and had a singles mixer that I was going to with Jigsaw Dating that I mentioned last week. Yeah. How was the turnout? You were a little worried. Yeah. I wasn't sure what to expect. I found out that morning that I got another ticket. So the the dating app had reached out to me about this event. Mm -hmm. It's not a partnership or anything, but like they were just like, hey, we'd love for you to come out, whatever. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I'll check it out. Found out the morning of that I had another ticket. So I invited a friend of mine and I was pleasantly surprised by this event. Oh, Good. Was it just in a bar? What was the setting again? It was at Spin Midtown, which is a ping pong bar. Like it's a bar that has ping pong. I did not know this existed. I would add this to my first date list immediately. It's a great spot. There's several locations in Manhattan, at least two, maybe not several. I believe that Susan Sarandon is involved in some way. She either like founded it or like she's one of the investors. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Shout out to Susan. I'm going to look this up because... Susan Sarandon ping pong. I'm like, is she sober? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, it is. She we did. need more she, sober she options for dates. She co-founded it. How Susan Sarandon became a ping pong mogul. Okay, anyway. Um, so great date spot. Great date spot. And I loved the idea for a mixer because similar to why it's great for a date, there was like not so much focus on you have to talk to people the entire time. It was like, oh, we're chatting, we're chatting. You want to play a game of ping pong? Right. Exactly. So great. They gave out wristbands based on who you were interested in, like men, women, anybody. And oh, so sorry. you could... Re- I, for a minute, I was like, wow, you got to be like, I like number seven. Sorry. Oh, God. No. <laughs> sorry. My brain was so like, So you could wow. just very easily oh. scan the crowd, see who's, you know, interested in you, basically. Yeah. And, like, kind of know, you know, who to strike up conversations with. They also gave out little, like, icebreaker questions. And it was great. It was fairly small. I would say probably, like, 30 people there or so. That's a good size, though. But Pretty yeah, even ratio? They, I think so. Probably more women than men, but not in a way that was like, oh, shit, there's so many women here. Yeah. that's nice. And skewed a little bit older than some of the dating events that I've been to. That's very interesting, especially with the ping pong vibes. Yeah, so it was like more so 30s. I would I would peg most people as probably in their 30s. Good. We need more stuff for 30s. 
I, I totally agree. So it was fun. Didn't meet any like, you know, romantic prospects, but it, I had a good time, had some good conversations. My friend had a great time, played some great ping pong. Actually, I it reminded me of um the book, the Have Him at a Low book that we that we um reviewed the other week uh, about wait, beating part, men. Yeah. Well, yes, that's what I figured. <laughs> I beat, don't be competitive. I beat one of the guys 21-4. Oh, damn. That's pretty, I, that's pretty. That's no mercy right there. I wasn't like, I am good at ping pong. That's just, I just, yeah. I have long arms. Hell, yeah. Hell of a wingspan over there. Yeah. Hell of a wingspan. I'm good at ping pong. And so it wasn't like I was trying to crush him, but he was just like very bad. Yeah. Um, how, was, and, how, how did he, how did he act when he lost? Very good sport. Like both of us were great. I did notice though there were a couple games there that got a little contentious, like from people that were not either good winners mm-hmm. or good losers. And it again reminded me of the book. I'm like, let's let's temper that down a little bit. Where this is not a sexy vibe. Yeah, or be competitive, but don't be a dick. That's the point, right? You know, yeah. A little bit. Like of, I heard somebody of... yell at one point, like, "Oh, that was awful." Jesus. Like, all right, people. Okay. Yeah, we could we could calm down a little bit. Yeah, Susan, Susan so Strandon would, would not approve of this. Okay, no, yeah, we're embarrassing Susan. Right. Put, put, keep Susan in mind here. All right, <laughs> let's have some decorum for Susan. Yeah, um, but the event was great. Highly recommend this. I think this was their first New York event, so hopefully they have more. Oh, nice. I liked it. Tickets are only like twenty bucks, also, and it included a welcome drink. Wow, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Uh, is there any? This is always my question with any of these events. Is there any follow-up to help you connect with maybe somebody you talk to at the event? Or it's like not, in person, you got to get the number, you got to make a move. Not at this one in particular. They There was a host there who was kind of facilitating people to talk. That's good. Like yeah. she was – and me and my friend were kind of doing that on our own. And But she was like going up to groups with the little icebreaker questions and being like, here are some questions. Like let's go talk to this group and facilitating, which was cool. Yeah, that's nice. It's almost like, um, you know, about mitzvahs, how they hire people to get people to dance. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. we, we need that at a singles mixer. Somebody's like, hey, what are we doing? Let me dance on Exactly. Over. Come on. Exactly. So it was great. Um, so that was very fun. Backing up a little bit, though, on the way to the singles mixer, I mm-hmm. got a message. We, t- we talked on Patreon at length about the league. Yes. Yes, we did. Because their <laughs> tears are insane wild if you want to you want to hear about some insane pricing concepts check out this week's patreon um another reason why everybody was gasping is because of the league's pricing (laughs) i use the league for free i have not had that much success on it i'm not about to pay but i have not used that much i have not had that much success on it i had however a couple matches coming out of dating app sunday for the league specifically last week through the league yeah oh interesting okay and so I'd been talking to one of those guys for a couple of days and he messaged me on my way to the singles mixer and said, hey, I know it's super short notice, but any chance you're free for a drink tonight? Oh, all right. I don't hate that. And no, I don't hate it at all. And so I wrote back and said, yeah, actually, I have an event until eight, but I'm down to grab a drink after that if, you know, that timing works for you. And so he said, yeah, he said, he asked me where the event was and, you know, kind of like what would be convenient. I gave him, you know, some neighborhood direction and he picked a place and so I said, okay, great. And I said, he's like, yeah, just text me when you're leaving the event. Let me know like, you know, what your timing looks like and I'll see you there. I love that. All right. And he came to you. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I ended up going 
into back into Brooklyn. He also lives in Brooklyn, but in a different neighborhood than I do. And so I basically was like, here are the trains that I'm going to be taking to get home. And he picked a place that was like somewhat convenient for me on that on that route. But nice. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So met up with him. We're going to call him Pie Guy. All right. Pie Guy. Pie Guy. And interestingly, he also, well, the other guy was doing dry January. Pie Guy doesn't drink at all. Man, you're on a little bit of a sober streak here with dudes. I am. And I actually am currently accidentally doing dry January. I saw you post about that. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's a, I'm calling it damp January. I am going at a bachelorette party at the end of the month that mm-hmm. certainly won't be dry. So I'm not like married to not drinking until then at all. But just so happens that that's how it's been going. So I'm like, oh, okay. This is kind of nice. So that worked out. Um we met up. First bar that he had picked was like crazy crowded. So he was like, oh, I know another spot around the corner. Let's walk there. Really easy vibe right from the jump. I really enjoyed hanging with him. Good. A little yeah. flirty? It was great. It was a little flirty. The bar was like really dim. We were sitting across from each other. So it was like not as, you know, like mm-hmm. in each other's space. But the bar had these like little trivial pursuit cards and so we were, like, asking each other some questions back and forth. He knows some random trivia that was very impressive. Yeah, that would terrify me. I panic. Oh, I love Trivial Pursuit. Like, unless it's about music, I'm like, please don't. Please oh, don't. If it's, it's about, about music, the goal floor, I'll just skip it. Skip. <laughs> I love Trivial Pursuit. So that was very fun. And he was also – he was the one who, like, came back with the cards. He went to the bar to get our drinks. And, and I had this, like, most delicious virgin hot toddy. Oh, I like a hot toddy. I yeah. do too. And they basically it was like tea with cinnamon, but it was really good. <laughs> um, I like tea is what I just said. <laughs> I love tea. Um, anyway, he, he went to the bar to get our drinks and he came back with the cards. He was like, I love Trivial Pursuit. Do you want to do some of these? So we have that in common. All right. And yeah, had a great time. Did that. We were there for probably like over an hour, I would say. And then... That was really fun. So then he was walking me. He was going to walk me to the train. And then he was like, hey, he's like, do you want to go? We were like in Brooklyn close to the water. He was like, do you want to go like look at the water for a second? Oh. I It was really cold. And I did not <laughs> want to. No. I said no. <gasps> he wanted to kiss you. Well, first of all, I didn't know if I wanted to kiss him in that moment. But oh, okay. second of all, I really it was I just didn't want to. I, I just I didn't like, want to. He didn't give out. a fuck about the water, Allie. <laughs> Well, I didn't want to. It was cold, you know. You just, you know, that's like the coffee thing. Coffee doesn't mean coffee. Coffee means sex. You know. So, anyway, I said, and I was like, I'm like, I to be honest, I'm actually just really cold, and like, I like, like, kind of want to get home, but I really had a great time. Like, I overemphasized, like, this is not me trying to run away from you. (laughs) Yeah, like you're trying to give the vibe, like, I want to go out again. I want to go out again. Right, like, I just don't want to do that one particular thing right now, but I do want to see you again. Oh, okay. So he was he was like, yeah, totally fine. I get it. It's freezing. So he walks into the train. Again, I didn't really want to kiss him in that moment. I actually mm. am attracted to him, but I just wasn't feeling like I wanted to kiss him in that moment. Fair. So I I initiated a hug so that it would be like not awkward. I accidentally patted him on the back a few times no. during the hug. Allie. <laughs> I know. No. I know. Why don't you just pat so, him on the fucking head, dude? What are you doing? 
So I'm like, first I no. first I declined the water walk, and then I gave him a good old pat on the back. Oh my god. Oh, I'm, I'm so, cringing right now. I'm so sorry. So I can't look at you, Allie. <laughs> I can't look at you right now. So I had a really, really great time, buddy. This is what ha- I, I. This is what happens when I have a tea. Yeah, yeah, you have a tea. Really, really turns you into a I grandma. Just, I literally, it was like a sleepy time tea. It's what I. It's my bedtime routine. Quite literally, my bedtime routine is to have a cup of tea. So that. I, oh God. Anyway. So he said, he was like, well, you let me know when you get home. And I said, yeah, definitely. I am notorious for not, for forgetting to do that. With men, with friends, with my mom. Like, I'm just notorious for forgetting to tell people I've arrived home. So the entire way home, because I knew that I had given him two signals that I was not interested. The entire way home, I'm like, Texas man, when you get home, 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 like just like repeating it to myself over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I remembered. I did. Good. Okay. So you set that up like you were going to be like, and then I forgot. I'm like, Allie, I'm not going to forget about this pat on the back for weeks. (laughs) I did it. I did it. (laughs) So I got home and I was like, just got home, like had so much fun tonight. Thanks again. You know, like, et cetera. And he wrote back and asked me out on a second date. Okay, good. So you gave you gave enough of a signal. I did it. Minus I did the, it. <laughs> minus whatever the offsets are. <laughs> Cute. Okay. Are you going out again this week? Uh, yeah, we're having dinner on Friday. I love that. Momentum, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So he asked if I was free this week. I have to be in the office every day this week, which used to be normal and now is terrible. Um. And so I, I just have a crazy week. And so I asked him if he was free, like over the weekend. Um, and so our, by the time this airs, this will have happened already, but our live show is going to get the very next day's update. Oh, yes. Yes, we will. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. So if you're coming to the, if you, or if you were at, at this point, if you were at the New York City live show, you got a uh, very, very up to the minute update on how my cool. second date with uh, Pie Guy went. Pie Guy. Pie Guy. All right. Look at us. Huh? Yeah. We're moving and grooving. We're moving and grooving. New year. We're doing it. We are. And our guest today is also doing it in the new year. I'm honestly kind of inspired by this to like maybe try something similar. He is, he's a, this is a male listener of ours who is having his friends manage his hinge profile for him. I have had a friend do this before. For a little Did, bit. Didn't you also do this for someone for a bit? Yeah, I did it for one of my old um, bosses, actually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I managed one for a male friend slash boss. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of an office group activity. It was a lot of women in the office being like, dude, just get online. We'll set up the date for you. Yep. Um, I was also his personal assistant. So it's like, I will put this on your freaking calendar. Okay, I will put it on the calendar, make it happen. Uh, yeah, and then I had a friend... Um, I think I went on two dates from when she was doing my hinge for me mm-hmm. specifically. So I'm fascinated by this. I'm excited. We solicited questions from the listeners, both like about this particular thing. And then also we do our ask a 30 something man episode. So this is kind of a, a hybrid story time and ask a 30 something man. Yes. So anyway, without further ado, let's get to our guest. Let's get to Zach. Listen up guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, 
March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhyte.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. And we are back with Zach. Hi, Zach. Welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of questions for you that we surveyed from our listeners, both about your uh, experience having someone do your hinge for you and just general ask a man. So appreciate yeah. you coming. Here to answer any and all questions. Yeah, I, I'm pumped. So so firstly, let's go back to the beginning. Yep. You have friends managing your hinge profile for you. How did this come to be? Okay. So I got out of a relationship uh, last September. So I guess what, four months ago or so, mm -hmm. um, I went back on a couple apps. So I, I was mostly on Bumble and, and then I was on Raya and I was kind of messing around and going on dates and I, I guess, you know, things were going okay. Um, but, but wasn't really connecting and I was out with my friends. So, so my best friend in the city lives about eight blocks from me with his wife. Uh, we have a group chat, just the three of us. We hang out all the time. We're out one night. And they said to me, they're like, you know, you don't have a hinge profile. I was like, no, I don't. I haven't gotten back on here. And they said, why don't we make one for you? Oh, is there I said, idea? Wait. I was like, wait, what, what do you, what, what's kind of behind this? What's it like? Well, you know, clearly, you know, you've been in relationships, you've had many relationships over the years. None have, you're not married, you know, you're 36, <laughs> you're not there yet. Um, Finally, some male so clearly shade you, happening. You maybe have some issues with who you're choosing to go on dates with. Okay. Or maybe we can, and maybe we can do it better. Maybe like we'll do, do something better and, and we can be sort of your, your advisors on this. Um, what I didn't know was in the background, another one of my really good friends and his wife were also involved in this plot. So there's oh, like a little, ooh. there's a little board of directors, so to speak. Um, so there's four people who are pseudo involved in this. Uh, so my friend and his wife, I said, so how would this work? They said, okay, we make the profile. We'll answer the, you know, we'll pick who to match with. We'll answer the uh, first few messages. And then at some point, we'll exchange phone numbers and, and pass it off to you. I said, all right, why not? We'll give, we'll give it an experiment. And kind of what I agreed at the beginning was to be as open-minded as possible. So I, I said, you know, I will, like, 
I will have veto power. If there's someone you send me and I really don't think I will want to go on a date with them, I can say no. But I'm going to try to say yes as much as humanly possible. I have a question about that. Yeah. So at what point are they showing you the people <laughs> before you get to veto? Because if you're already at phone number exchange yeah. and then you veto someone, that's rough. I know. Um, so generally it's right around the phone number exchange when, when they, when they get it, they'll send me, they'll say, we haven't, you know, we have another one for you. Her name's blah, 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 quick, like couple bullets. And then what they do is they do a, a screen recording as they scroll through her profile yeah. and scroll through the messages. So I will say when they find someone that they want, they kind of try to go to phone numbers super quickly. Because I think what they don't want to have happen is they start the discussion and obviously they're not me. They're trying to imitate me a little bit, but they're not perfect. So they don't want this big disconnect to happen between the me that shows up, that shows up on text and the person that they talk to on Hinge. So um, I basically at that point, they have the phone number in the chat usually, but no one's texted or anything. And I get the profile and then I kind of decide, oh, am I going to text this person or not? There's only been one that I said I, I veto. Like I, I actually mm -hmm. don't want to go out and they pushed and they actually asked to do it as a favor. So I said, okay, oh. I said, okay. I was what? like, all right, you know, it's a date fine. And if I hate it, I hate it, but, but I'll do it. I'll do it. And uh, I'll go out with this person. And that actually ended up going well. So I, I'm kind of having had that happen. I am now kind of whoever you send me, I'm going to say yes. Interesting. Um, so you tried to veto and they vetoed your yeah. veto. <laughs> they went hard. She was, my friend's wife went pretty hard at me on that one. She was like arguing as to why and you should do this. And, and so I kind of said, okay, if you're this passionate about it, if you're this invested, then sure. Well, I'm like, if the whole point is you don't pick the right people, I wouldn't even give you veto power. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be like, Ooh, okay, with all your failed relationships. Okay. That's, you don't yeah. get to veto. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Can you be honest yeah, with us? Go ahead. Go ahead. What was the reason you wanted to veto? Was it attractiveness? Did you just not feel attracted to this person? It was attractiveness. It was, it was, yeah. I looked at the Same. person and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be attracted to this person at all. Um, and you, you were wrong? I was wrong. So I was wrong. Um, I was wrong. And I, I honestly, if I were an anonymous person, I would give her feedback that she needs to put different pictures on her profile because she looks much better in person than she does in her profile photos. And well, don't tell her other people. I, I know that will never yourself. come out of my mouth, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You shut your but, mouth, Zach. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but mark this day, January 15, 2024, a man had openly admitted he was wrong on a podcast. Yeah. All right. I like yes, you a lot, Zach, so wrong. far. Okay. Um, I, I actually, I had a guy once tell me that if we stopped dating, I should improve my photos because I look better <gasps> in person. Oh my God. Ooh, what? That's, that's, uh, <laughs> Damn. See, I feel like yeah. it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know if we want to debate this, but I, I kind of like that I show up even better than you Me thought too. I was going to show up. You know? I don't want to sell, over deliver. I don't want it to be to the point where someone's going to not want to go out with me. Right. Yeah. I, I've gotten a lot of shit over the years from friends about my passport and driver's license photos because they're horrendous. But I always ask them, I said, if you're showing someone your passport, your driver's license, you're in front of them in person. So yeah. who cares? <laughs> that, very true. Yeah, you're, you're not using those on your profile. I no, you're not using those on your profile. Exactly. And unless you're trying to date all the TSA workers, then, <laughs> you know, maybe go get a new photo. But. No, I've never met anyone in the TSA <laughs> line at the airport. <laughs> you never um, know. So by the way, I have also never seen this Hinge profile. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what my profile looks like. I don't know what the prompts are. 
I have some idea based on some things women have said to me via text and on dates about some of the things that oh, might shit. be on there, but I don't wow. know. I don't know. Wait. I have oh, never God. seen it. This just unlocked a whole other area of questions. <laughs> so <laughs> how did they get pictures of you? Did you send them so a bunch? I sent or... them a dump. I sent them oh, a dump okay. of like 15 photos. From what I know, they actually swapped in a couple that they had themselves. Um <laughs> Yeah, from the content you know, of your ex girlfriend. Like, photos over the years together and things. They, they popped in a couple of their own. Yeah. Uh, but that's how it started. But then I don't know what prompts they chose. I don't know what the bio says. I don't know. Kind of, that's a couple small little questions at the beginning, I think, for some of the like, oh, or, you know, is smoking a deal breaker or things like that. But yeah. yeah. They, didn't, they didn't give me any input on the design of the profile itself. I am so. Are there moments in conversation where you're just like going along with what you clearly realize is something they have read on your profile? Yes. Yes, it's happened once um, where I, um, Mr. Brightside was referenced. And apparently there's a, there's, a, there's a prompt where it says that I will show you a video of me singing Mr. Brightside on like the fourth date or something. Oh. I, I don't even know. Oh, shit. And someone referenced that to me and they brought it up a couple times and I'm in my head. I'm like, what? Like what? I don't. I, I don't. Even, I'm sure there's a video that exists. I'm sure there's a video somewhere of me singing Mr. Brightside at the top of my lungs, but I don't know which one it is. So I had to kind of be like, "Oh yeah, I, I probably do have a video. I'll have to find it sometime." Uh, but I, it was caught me completely off guard. I did not know it was there. Okay, I I have a question. Yeah. So I imagine through this process, you've had to be very clear about what you want and what you're looking for. Yes. So if I was to ask you, what are you looking for? What is your answer? Oh, boy. That is a tricky question. Um, I'll give it a second to think. <laughs> you so, just said you know. You're like, no, yes, no, no, no. I know. That's I true. Know. Here, here's, I give do, me a I do. Here's the, I guess, the, the twist on this with them managing my profile. The implication of them managing and them choosing is that maybe I don't know as much as I should. That, yeah, maybe totally. what I think I want is maybe not the right thing for me. So I'm trying to answer the question in a way that articulates what I think I want versus maybe how they're managing my profile. Um, so I'm pretty broad. I, I kind of, you know, I, I age range like 28 to 37 is what I've said. I'm 36. And you're 36, um, right? 36. Yeah. Yep. I want, I want someone who has a career. I want someone who has a career and, and that's important to them and it's part of their life. I guess, you know, I tend to go for women on the taller side, uh, but it's not a deal breaker. But like, I think like a five foot tall would be kind of tough for me. But again, I didn't put that as a deal breaker, but generally on the taller side. That would be tough because um, you're what, 6'4"? Six, 6'4", four? Six, four, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, most of my exes have been like 5'7 plus. So that's kind of like, that's the range I usually play in, but it's not a deal breaker. It's not a, but that's one. I don't want to say cynical. Cynical is not necessary, uh, but like. I, I'm not going to say doesn't take themselves too seriously because that is the worst prompt on any dating profile ever. I hate it. it. Yes. It's miserable and I hope it disappears. But It's so funny that you say that because one of the questions we got that I didn't write down to ask is what do men mean when they say someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously? And I, I was like, I... Tell you. I couldn't tell you and I've never put it on a profile ever. Um, but what I mean is someone who can... Uh, here's what I say. Someone who can laugh at themselves. That's, yeah. that's sort yeah. of what I mean. So I, I, you know, I, my last ex was Australian and Australians are famously, I wouldn't say cynical, but, but not too serious. Everything's kind of can be a joke. And while we didn't work out and I have nothing bad to say about her at all, she's a phenomenal person. 
something of that nature of, you know, can make a joke about things, can like crack jokes about things that other people might say, oh, this is this, you can't joke about this, like uh, that sort of thing, that type of sense of humor, definitely some adventurousness. I love food. I love trying new places. I love going around the city. I won't say travel because everyone says travel and it's bullshit. And I probably am not at like the outlier end of travel, but someone who's willing to try new things. Um, yeah, that probably, I think fun yeah, and that's open probably like is the, what it means when yeah. I see it. Is like definitely... someone, someone who wouldn't veto everything, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Someone who wouldn't veto everything. <laughs> uh, I think a deal breaker for me would be like very religious person. Um, luckily in New York, that's not really much of an issue. Um, but like if someone is on their profile, you know, Jesus first, I'm like, no, 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 not, not for me. Not my thing. Okay. And then what you're looking for sounds like more serious relationship. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I want to meet someone that I will, you know, hopefully marry. doesn't have to be tomorrow, but like, I'm in, I'm not sprinting towards this. I'm perfectly fine how I am, but I would like to meet someone who I want to marry and spend, you know, the rest of my life with. That's the goal. I love that. This sounds very fun to be your friends in this scenario oh because it's, they are having, I, I'm sure they're having the time of their lives. They are. Yeah. Allie's yeah. itching to get involved in this uh, profile here. I was <laughs> yeah, like, can I join the board, please? There's been some I would like tension. To join the board. There's been some tension at times. Oh. Um, this wasn't, let's say, an exclusive contract. I didn't say I'm going to delete all my other apps, <laughs> I'm going to stop meeting people, I'm going to whatever. I was like, I'm going to do my own thing. And then you can also do the thing on my behalf. So. Right. This creates a degree of, I'd say, competition between, you know, for time and for attention and things. Um, we actually created a shared Google spreadsheet where I put down all my availabilities. Amazing. Um, running out oh, of like when I'm free, when I have dates, et cetera. They will kind of see people that I've kind of matched with and I'm going out with that was not from, not sourced from them, from somewhere else. And I feel like they are intensely critical of anyone of who they didn't source. Of course, yeah, obviously. the time yeah. for their people. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's it gets to the point sometimes where it's wild. I get it, though. Because I'd be like, hey, babe, I'm putting in work for you. And then it's yeah. like, do you trust us or do you not trust us? So you're, so you're still on multiple apps. Sounds yes, like you're doing your bumble, they're doing their hinge. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so, then, believe it or not, I still do meet people in person on occasion. <laughs> I believe it. You're 6'4". Anyway. <laughs> You can see everyone at the same time. Oh, women just approach you? (laughs) Shocking. Um, So how many dates have you been on now? When did this start, first of all? So this started, I want to say, like the beginning of December, maybe late November. So I think right around that time frame is when- And how many dates have you been on, first dates? So I've been on five first dates that they've sourced. Probably would have been more, but holidays and everything kind of, and I was sick for a little while and all this kind of other stuff. Um, So five first, um, three of them, I'd say two of them were kind of, I want to say duds, just meh. Not bad people, but just nothing was there. One was good, was good and probably would have merited a second date, but it was around the holiday time and we never were able to kind of find it. And I kind of wasn't so good that I was going to keep pushing after weeks to find the time. The other two, one I've gone on a fourth date with. Oh, wow. So has she seen the Mr. Brightside video? No, she's seen another <laughs> video. Because honestly, I've tried to find a Mr. Brightside video. I, I haven't found one yet. Maybe my friends have one of me. I like. They must. Maybe I need to get it from them. But yeah, Amazing. but she has not seen it yet. Okay, wow, four dates. And the other one? The other one, we, we went on a second date recently, and I hopefully will go on a third date um, soon. But yeah. This, this is sounding like a success. 
it, it has been a success. And I, I think it's, it's pushing me outside of what I might normally do and causing me to re-examine, I think, some of my predilections and biases in, in this regard. So, Question. How, how many dates about for you do you feel like you know you only want to date this person exclusively? Man, that is a really good question. Because um, you're at four, which in New York City I feel like is ten. ten. Way too so, soon. <laughs> and how how long have how long how long has it been since your first date? Like four dates over how long? Over I'd say three weeks. Oh, okay. So three um, weeks is not very yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, four dates over three weeks. Um and some of the dates have been have been lengthy, I would also say. Um so the last two dates were probably five to six hours each. Maybe, maybe more. Not there yet. Like I I will say, you know, for me and and Take this as you will. I'm not going to be exclusive with someone until I've slept with them. Um, fair. It's kind of, Very for fair. me, it's, like too, much, it's too important to to kind of be like, okay, we're going to be exclusive and then we'll find out how the sex is. Like, Yeah, don't. Um, terribly so there's that. <laughs> I only want to be exclusive with somebody when I kind of find myself that they're the one I want to see all the time, that I will cancel other things for them. I will bump other dates. I will like, so I don't have a time frame. I kind of, I kind of have, when I get to that feeling, that's when it's time to be exclusive. And it, it sometimes it happens in four weeks. Sometimes it happens in two months. Like, uh, so I can't give you a, a formal locked answer on that, unfortunately. Okay. Well, I was curious that's with fair. the sleeping with people, if that's that also is a tension with your friends. If they're kind of like, hey, we're setting you up this, with these women, right? If you start sleeping with one and you still want to be dating, you know, however many other people, I was curious if that like had yet to become a tension where they're kind of like, hey, man. We're setting it, you up on dates like for intention. You can't be like sleeping with all these really women and dicking around. We have conversations about if I'm sleeping with somebody. The conversation is, what is this? And if it's if it's like, oh, you're just this is friends with benefits, call it whatever you want. They don't really care about that. They're like, fine, whatever, do what you want. Like that's that's fine. Yeah. Where it's come up is, let's say it's one of the people I'm seeing, and then and then maybe it's like. At this point, it's hypothetical, but you know that has come up. But like they, they always ask if I'm seeing somebody and sleeping with them. Like, oh, is this just messing around, or, or what is this? And so that's come up in conversation. At any point, do you plan on telling any of the women that it wasn't you originally, or have you? I I will tell them if and when I think we get to the exclus- exclusivity point. But before then, I, I don't really see the upside of, uh, <laughs> of doing it. I don't. I I don't. I don't know. Would you be offended if this was you, Allie? Some guy quickly asks for a date, and you find out he's having his friends do it because he's trying to date more seriously. I don't think so. I think I would only feel misled if we had had some sort of long, drawn out communication, mm-hmm. which it sounds like they're not doing. No, it's it's honestly most of the time it's like three, four messages, and then yeah. straight to the number. Yeah, I would be very surprised if someone really cared because it'd be different if you were like. My one guy friend's really good at hinge and he's always getting laid. So I was like, do my hinge for me, bro. You know, like it's not that vibe. If anything, no. it also sounds like you're kind of delaying sleeping with people as well, because it's like you got somebody to report to, you know, <laughs> you've got a board of directors that you're yeah. responsible to. I, I yeah. do. And and sometimes they can be overbearing. They very much want to meet the woman I've been on four dates with. And oh. so they keep trying to force me into like accidental run into's and oh hell no and i'm kind of like veto i'm like no 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 we can we can do so fourth day we actually did meet 
a couple that are, I'm friends with who are, who are on this board of directors, but it was actually somewhat organic and, and made sense and was okay. And I, I went by, I you know, ran it by her. I was like, oh, my friends are in the neighborhood. Would you be okay grabbing a drink with them before they get dinner? And she was very down for it and, and et cetera. But they've tried to shoehorn way worse. Like, oh, you know, we just finished this thing together and you're going on your date. We should come with you. And I'm like, no, 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 you no, shouldn't. No. no, you should not. <laughs> so we got a few questions here about, about first dates. Um, so the first one, uh, what point during a first date do you know you want a second date or not? Ooh, this is a, this is a tricky question. And I'm curious if you feel like it's changed with the full blindness kind of going in by your friends, or do you feel like it's kind of the same, whether you set up the date or your friends do? I think it's pretty much the same whether I set it up or they do. Um, It's definitely changed over the years. Like it's whether I want a second date or not. You know, when I was younger, it was a lot of, do I want to sleep with this person? And if I do, then we're going to go on a second date. Yeah, Um, there it is. We've talked about that on this pod so many times. But when you were younger, so what is it no, like now? No, it's it's not. That's <laughs> no. not the case anymore. That's not the case anymore at all. Um, I would say it's usually probably twenty to thirty minutes in. Um, once I've gotten a, a, a feel for how the conversation goes, whether we have some things in common, um, you know, just just that, and then I, I find that twenty to thirty minutes is fairly predictive of the whole date. Like if you have a good first thirty minutes, it's very rare that it kind of drops off after and something happens. You're like, oh man, this was really not great. Um, if it starts Eric, off pretty, pretty that well, just happened to me. Eric brutally. and I are laughing. <laughs> Eric and I are laughing because she had a she had a date that took like a horrifically hard left turn. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. Like thirty minutes in, I would have said second date for sure. Second half, I don't know what happened. Anyway, never, let's never speak again. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Very rare. Very it's rare that really that happens. Rare. Very rare. Yeah. All right, I'd say twenty minutes is fair because I'm also curious. This has come up on this pod, and it's something I'm trying to do. Uh, a lot of people debate, should you do some type of like phone call or something before going out? Now, what's the male opinion on that? A girl says to you, Hey, how about we have a quick call before we go out? What's your feelings? Uh, I hate it. I mean, just to be blunt, I hate it. I'm not, I'm not really interested Mm -hmm. in it. Um, I find that, you know, I, I'm, I, I am like most guys, my phone calls and my friends are either non-existent or they're, Hey, are you here? Okay, see you in three minutes. Bye. That's that's the extent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm not really a phone guy. And to me, the point of going on a date is to meet in person. Like that's why I don't spend you know 40 minutes on the app texting back and forth with you. I want to go out and meet you in person, see how we interact. So to me, a, a phone call is is not really predictive. Number one, uh, that well, and and number two. I have limited amount of time. Like I, I can't be scheduling time to sit down at my computer with people and, and do FaceTimes or whatever. I want to spend my time actually out with people on dates. So I, I generally am anti-phone call. Fair to have the opinion. Oh yeah, totally. Cause I agree. I don't like it either. What if a woman said that she would prefer that and like asked if you're down? So I've had, I, this that? is not hypothetical for me. I've had it happen. I've had women uh, asked to do that and say, you know, I don't like to go on dates unless it's, um, you know, unless I've had a phone call first, I've done it once or twice, but I dislike the experience so much that I've kind of now, if that comes up, I'll just say, okay, I think we're probably not like a, and I'll move on. Um, cause I'll say it's rare. It's rare that I'm so excited about someone from an app that I'm like, oh my God, you're so special that I have to do this phone call that I don't want to do to meet you. Interesting. Cause especially with the person you wanted to veto, 
I felt like that would have been a nice compromise that you said to your friends. I don't really feel like I want to meet her. I'll do a FaceTime instead for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. As kind of a like, so I'm not rejecting this person. And then upon that FaceTime, you could see what you saw in person where you went, oh, she's way, she's more attractive than her pictures. I was about to veto this person and okay. Not saying you should have done that, but if I was your friend, I would have probably pushed for like a compromise like that personally. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, but it's interesting because you have every right to hate the phone call. There's many people that do. And we've had people suggest on the show doing that. Um, because the argument I feel like is if he says no to the phone call, he isn't looking for something serious, which you uh, say you are. Yeah, so I guess that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, what we, yeah. what we think. I, I would, I would say it doesn't. So on these first dates, you know, you mentioned that it's a little bit into the date that, you know, you want a second date and maybe when you were younger, it was more about just attraction. So how do you feel about that phrase, the spark? I, I say this having just gotten an, a text yesterday. I went on two first dates on Saturday and one of them texted me on Sunday saying that he just didn't feel the spark. Yeah. And I didn't either, but I did want to go out with him again because like I had a good time with him and thought maybe something could develop. He yeah. clearly wasn't interested in that possibility. I don't mind the phrase because I know what they're talking about. I know, I know what it means. It's, it's fine. I, I am not a love at first sight, head over heels type of person at all. Okay. Like it takes me time to get to know someone and then I get more invested, which I think relates back to your question about exclusivity. Like it takes time for me to kind of really be innocent. Like, oh my God, I want to spend all my time. Like I love seeing you. Uh, that it's never happens for me on like a first date, second date, no matter what they're like. Um, and this, the spark, I mean, there's been sparks where it's like, oh, you're really, really attractive. And I want to keep for that reason. But that to me is not dispositive towards dating. That's kind of just, oh, you're attractive. That's it. Um, so I don't put much stock in it. Um, I don't kind of think it's that important to me. Uh, I've been told, actually, I've allied to your point. I, I was told a little while back there was no spark um, after three dates with somebody that she wasn't feeling the spark. And I was, I was kind of shocked to be honest, given, oh, given, really? the, given the dates we'd had. Yeah. We, we'd had three, like three hour plus dates where we kind of kept sitting and talking and more and more. Mm. Uh, and you know, whatever, at the end of the day, I don't know, who knows, maybe she's not attracted to me, maybe whatever, maybe who knows, you never know what's going on. What I care about is, do we get along? Well, can we talk? Well, are we down to do the similar things? Are you, you know, you say yes. Like if I say, oh, there's this other great place we want to go, like we check it out. Yes. Um, is there some degree of the attraction that's there? You know, that's what I care about. It's not, oh my God, I, I can't stop thinking about this because I don't get that way. I really don't get that way. That's really refreshing. <laughs> so what's interesting is, is earlier you were like, there are some dates that were meh, I believe is the term yep. you use, right? Yep. So you're not a spark chaser, but then you're like, a date is meh that makes me not want another one. So it sounds like it's like we're all looking for something in the middle, right? We don't expect the date to be amazing first date, but we don't want it to be meh. What makes a date meh to you? Oh, that's a good question. Usually it's, it's a struggle on conversation. I feel like I'm getting nothing. I feel like I'm getting not monosyllabic, but you know, short to the point answers to most questions. There's not an easy flow. Uh, it, at worst, it's kind of where it feels like I'm pulling teeth where I like going through 20 questions and, and trying to get responses out of them. Um, 
but you know the meh dates are kind of just where there's no back and forth there's no kind of joking there's no kind of it, it feels it feels like a job interview that's the meh date where it's like oh i found out about your parents i found out about what you do i found out and that's it like uh, so those are kind of the meh ones where it's like it wasn't awful i mean i will say you know and i know this is different for women I've been on hundreds of first dates in New York over the years. I've had one that I would ever say was awful. Um, the right. rest were, you know, middling or fine or whatever. Fine people, not your people. Exactly. Exactly. Or like, I don't know if you've ever felt this. Sometimes I'll feel this on a date where during the date, I don't necessarily feel like it's work, but I do feel like we don't have the flow flow. But then when I like afterwards get home, I feel drained. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's oh, almost like God. I suddenly realized like, ooh, I was working on that date to yeah. try try to yeah. get that flow happening, you know? Or taking themselves too seriously. Am I right? No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> By the way, super common on women's profiles too. It's not just men. Really? Super common on women's profiles, yeah. Yeah. I see it a lot when I do profile reviews, because most of the profile reviews I do are women, because yep. that's who follows me. And there are plenty of things that men need to stop doing on dating app profiles. Same thing for women. They're not, most of them don't cross over. That one is one that does. Yeah. That they so ask the things. other person, don't take themselves too seriously? Or is it women yeah. saying, I don't take myself too seriously? No, ask the other person. Oh. Yeah. Any, any other things stick out to you that women repeat on profiles? Yeah, tropes that you, you see. Um, dirty martinis, huge mm. these days. Everyone's favorite drink is a dirty martini and it's all over the profiles. My actually, uh, my friend's wife, who's managing my profile, said that I, she felt like there was a convention of New York women that declared the dirty martini the drink of 2023 and she missed it and nobody told her um, <laughs> okay. because of how often she sees it on the profiles. Um, the other one in this one drives me nuts is women who say they enjoy going out and they also enjoy a good night in. I'm yeah. like, what does that tell me about you? It tells me absolutely nothing. It tells, it tells me, me every you, you like to do everything. Yeah. yeah. That's, and, every and that's a pretty common one. That's a pretty common one. But other yeah, than that, there's like, there's not really there's not there's no fish photos for women like there's there's nothing like that. Yeah, that one I get what you're I get what they're trying to do, but like it's so general, like yeah. it's it's not specific enough to actually tell you anything about the person. It's, not. it's really not. There's yeah, be oh, more bold you, and pick one. What one yeah. do you genuinely like doing more? Be real. I I completely agree with you. Uh, the other the other only one this is maybe going to be controversial. Stop putting your first photo as you and a much more attractive friend. Like it's, it's, it's oh, photos yeah, with it, anybody it's, it's else. Killer. What are we doing? It's a killer. It's a killer. I, I think any one on one photo, I like group photos because I feel like it like tells me what it'd be yeah. like to be in your life. Yeah. And like if you're doing something fun or whatever, one on one photos, well, first of all, you should never be with a person of your desired gender. Like that's yeah. just a disaster. But like you and a girlfriend or like you, you know, you and a guy friend, yeah. even if you don't, think oh you're i'm uploading this with someone who's more attractive than me inviting comparison is just never a good idea no it's not a good idea that's never a good idea can i ask this how do you how do you feel about seeing a photo where someone puts like an emoji other the over the other person's face because that's very common it's super common um i don't it is on women's too oh it is it is wow okay um i don't mind it. it it's it's do i think it's you could probably choose a better photo and maybe not do that sure i do but does it turn me off? Does it really bother? No, not really. I'm just like, oh, okay. Now I kind of know which one you are. It's easy to pick out quickly. I once saw a um, girl's profile that any other people in the pictures, she just photoshopped Drake's face on. 
I like and that. I, found actually, it funny. I actually would like that. I a lot. found that entertaining. Yeah. Because you kind of, at a quick scroll, you don't even fully notice. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, is Drake in every photo? <laughs> um, but I thought that showed a good sense of humor, you know, and it was her I way agree. of basically being like, clearly I am not Drake. I am the other person. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that I, I love that. If I saw that, I, I would immediately catch my eye and be something I'd, I'd find very interesting. So we got a bunch of questions about date attire. <laughs> first i'm curious do you have a go-to date outfit i it's interesting i've thought about this over the years because so my my dating kind of i'd say seriousness has declined quite a bit since when i was my when i was like 22 i was calling you for a date every time i was picking you up from wherever you live excuse Uh, me you were taking like the subway in new york city to pick because you've lived here the whole time right Yeah, I was taking the subway to where you were, picking you up, and then we'd either walk or Uber or whatever to, you know, where we were going. I think I got passed away. Back. Yeah, I got, I got very lazy. I got very lazy, and, and that stopped. <laughs> um, and I used to always wear like a button down. There was always a button down and jeans usually on a date. And I think that's nice. then I then I kind of a few times I wore like polos or t-shirts. And just from observation, it didn't seem to matter as to the outcome. Like it wasn't like I was wearing button downs and having much better dates than anything else. So now it kind of can often be very casual. Like I would legitimately wear a t-shirt and jeans on a date. Um, yeah. But would you ever wear version... shorts and flip-flops? <laughs> no, God, no. Shorts, Good. never. Okay. Shorts, never, That's ever, the bar ever. that I, I hope you never cross. Okay. Because also, because we, so we got women writing in about like guys showing up in, you know, sweats or like. Oh, God, no. No, or like no. ratty jeans and t-shirts. Oh God, no. Um, yeah, I, I would never wear like a ratty anything. Uh, I would never leave the house like that, to be honest. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Correction. If I'm going to the gym, I really don't give a shit. I'll wear the nastiest. That's yeah, fair. Um, but other than that, no. Yeah. So, so you don't condone the men that women are writing in about showing up in like uh, basically I, I, what you described to the gym. I almost. I, I'm. I'm. I guess. I mean, my experience is New York. I've never seen it in New York. Like you, it, the places where I'm going on dates, if a guy walked in like that, everyone would be like, what the hell is he doing? Like kind of, this is weird. This is abnormal for this. But I guess in a lot of other places, especially I guess where it's warmer, um, I've seen this behavior and I, I guess it's going to be more common. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually can't think about a date I've been on. I'm curious if you can, Erica, where the guy has shown up and I'm surprised by his outfit not not in like a like i've had guys where i'm like not that into his outfit let's say but not where i'm like that's inappropriate for the setting uh i mean i've had the cargo shorts and flip-flops and i was annoyed oh yikes because i'm like dude i the steps women have to take to get ready is just more than you so it's like the least you can do is full pants and cover your toes (laughs) like unless you freshly came from a pedicure cover your freaking toes like no open you know, <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, that's, that's real low effort there. Uh, cause I, I'm, I'm curious to ask you, do you feel like a woman's outfit on a date can at all influence the vibe energy of the date or makes a difference to you? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I don't mean in a sense, is it revealing or is it not that I don't care? This is mm-hmm. not what I'm going on the date for. Um, but I'll, I'll give an example. Um, I recently went on a date, two dates, and I think probably going on a third, uh, with a woman who works in fashion and has for a long time. And I, I don't, you know, always go out with women who work in fashion, but she came and she was very put together, like very, had very clearly spent a lot of time picking out her outfit and, and what she looked like. And 
it was it was kind of impressive, but it was impressive not because she looked so much better than I think like other people. It was impressive that she clearly put thought into it, and that that to me was it added something. It did add something, but most of the time, no. Most of the time, it's just are you presentable? Do you look like you're not out of place? Kind of, you know, all those things. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, if a woman shows up on a first date in New York and it's like super revealing outfit, I honestly not it's not good it's not a good thing it's kind of like interesting we're at this nice cocktail bar and uh you're kind of look out of place what's what's going on yeah mm, like then maybe okay. she's not looking for the same thing you are yeah something something along those lines so what i took from that is number one sounds like you like a strong sense of style yes it's like someone comes in it's like this is their sense of style i already feel their vibe based on that yes okay not, yeah. not not anti because there's there's been rhetoric we've talked about here where it's like men rank a woman in a dress as like the most attractive thing no doesn't and a lot of times doesn't. i think it more has to do with like stiffness sometimes mm. like let's say the girl came right from work and she's you know something real corporate she's in full suit does that probably feel a little more stiff to you probably and it's not to say that person doesn't look good and they're not attractive but it's like sometimes you know your image does reflect your energy a little bit yeah for sure that can happen so when you're swiping on your own, like you're, cause you're doing your own bumble right now, you yep. said, right? Yep. Yeah. We bumble know what we don't Raya. like to see. Oh, and wait, we got to talk about Raya. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what do you think of Raya? Do you like it? Uh, it's, it's okay. It's not great. Uh, it's okay for a couple of reasons. Um, it tends to attract a crowd of people who I'm probably a little less interested in dating. Um, not that it's exclusively that. Like, there's plenty of regular people on Raya, but it you get a lot of. I, by the way, I had no idea that there were so many jewelry designers in New York. Apparently, there's <laughs> a million of them. Um, but you get people who, like, I look at their profile, and I'm gonna say some, I guess, stereotypical things. But it's like filler and Botox, and like everything's posed, and there's a lot of selfies here, and kind of like that's not what I'm really looking for. Uh, but there are also just some like normal, like I've been on dates with a doctor from Raya, with a lawyer from Raya, like, um, the response rate is also wildly low. I think it's like infamous on the app. People's profiles sometimes reference how low the response rate is. Um, so it's okay. I've heard people that I know, first of all, I'm like so curious about their selection criteria because it seems <laughs> like there's just like such a wide swath of people and yeah. I'm not jealous at all. I haven't been on the wait list for years or anything like that. Uh, Me too. Me too. It's insane. But I have heard from friends that are on it that they barely go on dates and they're like trying to, it's not like they're not paying attention to it. No, it's, it's like, I think of every maybe five messages I send, I get responses to two. And then Mm -hmm. that's just a first response. And this is people I've matched with. Right. And then it's from there, it's like, maybe you'll get to a few messages, then maybe a phone, like it's, things die out from inertia very quickly on Raya because people just don't respond. Um, yeah, so it's, I know, I, I hadn't really engaged with it much. I got on it years ago when it was, when it was fairly new. I got a referral from a friend and I got on and then I was in a relationship for a long time, so I never really used it. And then I kind of reactivated. I dug it out of storage uh, when I became single again. And it's probably responsible for 10% of the dates I've gone on since I became not more. It's, it's just, it's, if it were the only place I was finding dates, it would not be, not be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's consistent with what I've heard. 
Also, when you said you really wanted someone like career oriented, are there certain careers that you don't say yes to Ooh. because of that? Ooh. And like, how judge how judgy are you of other I'm, women's I'm, careers? I'm kind of judgy. I'm kind of judgy. Um, I've joked with my friends. So this this is a I guess a, this is a reasonable thing. Um, I don't particularly want a woman whose dream is to be a stay at home mom. Um, if that's mm -hmm. someone's dream, more power to you. That's not what I would like in in my future. Totally and we fair. joke that there are certain careers that are like stay at home mom and training. Um, and oh, no. <laughs> some yeah. listeners might not like that, but I appreciate but, the honesty. Like, honestly. I, I would say, I mean, the one that we joke about all the time is especially in New York. I think interior designer is like a, a pretty classic one. Uh, so I grew up here. My, you know, my mom was a stay at home mom and it was great for my parents and that worked for them. Um, I know so many people whose moms were interior designers who did it like, 10 hours a week as like a hobby on the side. And so there's, there's certain ones like that. That's the one we joke about the most, but there's ones where it's like, Hmm, I see a very strong possibility of you quitting your job. The moment we get married, if we have a kid and like, that's your plan. And yes. Am I making assumptions? Yes. Are there stereotypes here? Absolutely. But it's definitely their shading. Like if I see you're an esthetician and then I see this other woman who's a lawyer, I'm like, okay, the lawyer probably is more on my wavelength than the esthetician. So it more sounds like to me, you are more turned off by a job that is somewhat freelance and make your own hours. Because that person could be choosing to do 40 hours, 60 hours, bust their ass, or they could be choosing to do the 10, 15 hour lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's less, I think it's less of that. And I, I think there's probably a correlation of that for sure, because I, I think that, you know, in my mind, like the, regular employment is is the more serious career, et cetera. But people can be very successful freelance. What what I look at and like, okay, you're freelance and like maybe you dabble in things and maybe there's nothing you're like very passionate about. Like if, if you're an actress, like if that's what you are and that's your passion and you pursue it and you've had some success, but the work isn't regular, I don't care. That's fine. That's totally fine. Like that's a choice. That's what that career sort of is. But if you're like, oh, I, you know, did this for a little while, then I did this other thing, then I did this other thing, then I did this other thing. I'm like, oh, you don't seem that serious about anything. And maybe that means we're going to get together and you're like, oh, now we're having a kid. Time for me to, to, to stop dabbling. Yeah. yeah, it sounds less correlated to like what the actual job is and more about like how they feel about it. Like yeah. I've said before, when I've been out with guys like it seems like he has a job and not a career like he's just doing this thing because he's doing this thing yeah and you know i i not that people's jobs have to be like their whole passion because i think there's a lot of other things to be passionate about but yeah. i i get that vibe that you're talking about is that something that you bring up on dates like what somebody sees for their future in that sense it's yeah it definitely has come up um it definitely has come up in in that regard Often not on the first date, I would say, but but subsequently yeah, for sure. Um, I've talked about it. I talk about why I think the way that I do, kind of what my experience was in my childhood growing up, and and sort of that perspective. Um, but yeah, it is it is something that comes up in terms of what we see for the future. Um, yeah, and I and you know kids will come up at points and and all kinds of things. I had a the first date I had after I was single again was phenomenal chemistry phenomenal kind of like we it went three and a half hours we lots of like touching lots of you know like touching like on the arm things like that like, 
<laughs> yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And we leave and we have a kiss and she's like, I'm so excited to go out with you again. Two days later, I ask her out for another date. I'm like, oh, of course, of course we're going on another date. And what had come up very briefly during our date was that I am what, what the apps would call open to kids, but I am not like, I am dead set on, I want kids like ASAP. Let's go. Let's, let's have kids. Yeah. And that was a problem for her. And she said, I want someone who's enthusiastic and like really driving and wants to be a parent. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Fair. I mean, I was, I was disappointed because it had been such a good date, but that she said, I, I just think, you know, given we're both looking for something serious, it's probably not a good use of our time to go out again. I said, okay, I guess that's, that's fair. I almost feel like you and Allie should date now that you said that. But, um, well, when, when <laughs> I'm you, like biting my tongue. I'm like, have y'all ever gone out? Maybe you two should go out. There's, when you told what? me the story of that date, I was like, because I feel the way you do about it. I'm open to it, but not going home. When you told me the story of that, I remember you were like, but I would be super excited to have kids with someone. Yeah. And, and that yeah. makes sense. But I think. I don't want to speak for her, obviously, this woman that we don't know, but so much, statistically speaking, so much of child rearing does fall on women and like on the mother. And I totally understand somebody's hesitancy if they're like super excited for parenthood that they could end up in a situation with a partner that isn't going to be a full partner because they weren't super excited about it from the jump. Yep. No, I can understand that. I can fully understand that. Yeah. Side question. What what do you do for work, Zach, by the way? I meant to ask that earlier. Uh, I work in marketing at a major consumer goods company. Um, okay. Because I'm curious it. also with the career thing. Sorry to bring this back. No. But it's really fascinating to me because I've done an experiment. I'm a comedian full time. Yep. So I've done an experiment not even putting my job on my profile. And it is astonishing how men won't even ask that question. Like <laughs> won't come up till we're on a date. <laughs> Truly. Like, so I've found most men like kind of don't even give a shit what you do. So I'm curious with yours as well. Like I'm impressed because I'm like, I've thought about this sometimes. My hours are kind of reverse. So if someone wanted someone to be home with the kids, I'm like, I could do that. But you got to be cool with like, when you come home, I'm tagging you in and then I go out and do my job, you know, or on the weekend I might be gone if I have to travel. So I'm curious if at all, like this also kind of has to do with a mindset where you're like, I would like to be on a similar schedule to who I'm with. So if I'm nine to five, I would like someone who is also more nine to five. Is that like at all the thought process in it? It's not. It's never really been. I, I think now that you say it, 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 I probably would say yes. That's probably what I would ideally want. But is it is it a deal breaker? No, not at all. Um, I mean, my my last relationship, there were some offset hours because she worked um, with overlap with some you know some foreign markets like. Yeah. around the world and so oh yeah that's tough. every nights where she was working till 9 p.m and you know we weren't but it worked it worked like that was not that was the reason the relationship ended was not that uh so it's is it preferable sure is it like a deal breaker absolutely not yeah i mean it's just i know it's a hard balance especially with kids like i have a good friend she has, has a career career she's a pa but she works overnight shifts at a hospital oh. so mm-hmm. there's like kind of joy that she can like come home, sleep in, be there when the kids are there after school. But then she has a real challenge of like her and her husband having one-on-one time together because they're kind of opposite, you know? So yeah. I'm just curious if men even like think about that stuff. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like, that I'm happened like you're when impressing I dated, me a little. That happened when I dated a chef. 
it was like it, when we first started dating, he was working the lunch shift at the at like a really, really nice restaurant in New York. And and so he was like really ambitious and like, you know, wanted to like move up the ranks and it work, was working really well. And then he got promoted to the dinner shift, which is mm-hmm. a bigger deal. But then he was working until four in the morning. Yeah. We literally never saw each other. I feel like um, what's his name? Danielle's boyfriend on Summer House has given all chef dating. About- Robert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I actually know a few comedians. They end up marrying chefs because they're similar hours. Makes sense. And it makes sense. You know, like I'm like that, it makes chefs a little more appealing to me that I'm like, you know what, when they have to work at night, I'm not going to make them feel guilty. And I would hope like I would have the reciprocation. I think that'd be good. I mean, I went to an elementary school reunion a little while ago and there's one guy in our class who's a professional chef and he's successful. He has a restaurant in New York and he's done quite well. He has a restaurant in New York now? Oh yeah. Uh, is he single? I know I know who you're talking about. Good for him. That's awesome. I is think he we're single? Talking, we're probably talking about someone someone a little different. This this <laughs> oh, guy this guy has been divorced twice by you know he's 36. So Oh different person though. Yeah, different so person. he is single. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did my question just get answered? Yeah. <laughs> he is single? Thank you. Yeah, he's single. I would love to meet your friend, Zach. He's anyway, single. continue. Yeah. But no, it's I, I feel like with chefs, there's a bit of that like stereotype where it's it's the job just creates so much chaos in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. the party culture also in that industry. Oh is my god, wild! God. Well, this has been amazing. There's so many other things we could ask you. I, unless Erica, you have anything else? I have a question. I, have I want one. to end on. I okay. have one. Okay, it's kind of a two-parter. One, somebody asked, uh, or a couple of people asked, "What are some good places to meet men that aren't just in a bar?" So you said you meet some women out in public. Oof. What are yeah. what are some good places you would suggest? Somebody uh, else asked, "You're a thirty-something man. Where are you?" <laughs> <laughs> Women ask this. Where all are the time. they? I literally have coworkers who are like, "Where, where do like you and your friends? Where are you? you know, they where are them. you? Where um, are you, Zach? Where so do they I, live?" I don't know if I'm the best person to ask this because I'm still like, if I meet you in person, it's usually at a bar. I mean, it's almost always at a bar. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'd say if you really, if this is what you want to do, go to like a sports bar. But go in like a neighborhood that's not wild. So like a Tribeca sports bar. I was about probably, to say if you live in New York, probably a great a great option. Tribeca sports um, bars because they're not crowded, so you can actually they're not talk crowded, to people. They're not crowded. You and can talk and like they're it more tends expensive. To be a little bit of an over. Yes, the neighborhoods a little. People are more established. Um, Maybe places I, that aren't doing like pitcher deals. Yeah, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. I will. I will tell you. I mean, you would actually it's unexpected sometimes. So. Um, there's a bar in New York called Blue Haven, which is on. There's a couple of them, and they are notoriously wild, like fratty sports bars. I was there last weekend because once. my friend, who has a four-month-old, was allowed out of the house for four hours to watch football, and he wanted to go as hard as humanly possible. <laughs> Side note: parents okay. of young kids are the most dangerous people to drink with. Like you can never find. Um, <laughs> So we're out at Blue Haven and there's a huge group of people there, like probably 25, 30 people. They're clearly all there together. Like they, they're, you know, we're doing something. We end up starting to talk with a bunch of them and we just assume they were younger. We're like, they've clearly been out day drinking, et cetera. They were 33 and they were, all of them were like 33, 34, 32. They'd done some big activity before they, they all had gone to Princeton, I think. And like, we're all just hanging out at Blue Haven. So you kind of never know. Um, yeah. There's a party in New York now, which I think would be an amazing spot. So this bar Joyface on the Lower East Side. Oh, yeah. That's a hot spot a right party. now. That is yeah. a hot spot. They've started doing a party from 5 to 10 p.m. on the weekends that is targeted at millennials who want to go home early. So it is 
literally like what? chock full of 30 some odd year olds. It's called Matinee. You can follow it on Instagram. What? And it is, it just started like three months ago. It's blown up. Like it sells out every time they're going to go away from oh, tickets. Oh, there's tickets. There were tickets. I think they're moving more towards like show up at the door type of thing. Wow. But, yeah, Erica, I might have to ditch our live show and go to this thing. Uh, night moves in Brooklyn generally is a slightly older crowd. Um, what's actually slightly older, and I, I refuse to go to this place for a long time, even though it's right by me because of the proprietors and their, the vibe they usually create. Um, but Jack's on Bond actually generally has like a slightly older crowd. Um, I haven't even heard of this place. Yeah, it's I, from the people behind the smile and like so yeah. very sceney, very kind of, and I really don't like those types of places, but I went because a couple of friends took me there. And it actually is, it's more chill. It's a little bit older crowd. So there's, there's spots, there's spots. There's not a lot, but there are spots. Okay. All right. Well, my, now you my, know my second. I know. I was like, my second, second part of this question, I'm curious, is there any situation you're in or setting you're in that you would be turned off by a woman approaching you to like ask you on a date? No, no. There you have it. All. Not at all. Just Always. do it. Yeah, just do just it. Do it. I believe me. Just like a man approaching a woman, you may get rejected. Sure, yeah, but, you know. but but no, in no way, shape, or form, are going to be upset that you approach me to talk. I will usually be thrilled. Like it's it happens so rarely to men, for the most part, that like it's I know I know friends of mine who it's never happened to, never in their life has it happened, and so like it's very exciting. That's what I always say. It's flattering. So even if you get rejected, the person is flattered. You did make yes. their day a little bit, yeah. you know? Anyway, we've we've gone a little long. So we appreciate you coming on the show, by the way. Sorry, yeah. I had to fit that question in. No, no. No, this was awesome. Thank you, Zach. Allie, did you have a final question? I heard... Uh... I, do, I do have a final question. So oh. w- we, can, we can cut this out if your answer is no. But <laughs> after listening to this episode, I suspect that people in our audience are going to be interested in going out with you. Are you open to that? Sure. Yeah. We can figure out the logistics of how that would, yeah, of how that might work. Um, I knew Allie was going to fucking make her way onto the board, dude. I told you <laughs> in the beginning for a second, I thought Allie was going to ask you out and I got real excited that she was about to do that live. But then oh I was God. like, I told you this bitch was going to get on that board of directors. Oh, yeah. I fucking knew it. I sensed it the whole yeah. time. All right. Yeah, no, I'm up. I, I will say there's actually in this this day and age, I'm getting set up more than like more than I ever have in the past. And by like I've been set up by people I just met at a party. They're like, oh, you're single. I have a friend. And um, yep, people should more. do that more. People yeah. should do that more. Yeah, it's a new way. If, you, if you're listening, set your friends up. <laughs> um, OK, we will work out the logistics of this offline. Yeah. Sure. But I'm I'm excited about it. I'm off the top of my head thinking something similar, like they send me a screen record of their dating profile as if I had come across it, and then we follow the same. Sure, sure. Well, we can, we can figure it out. But yeah, sure. I'm I'm always open to it. I'm pretty excited about this. <laughs> I'm sure we will have people emailing in Zach. So I'm don't 100. percent Yes, this is happening. <laughs> it would have happened regardless. So this will just make it official. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we might have to have a follow up episode then if this if we this might. goes through. We might. I'm I'm around. I'm around. Yeah, and you don't get veto power, Zach. Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know I'm not on the board, but I'm I'm throwing my hat in the ring for no vetoes here. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on, dude. Yeah. Happy to do it. And we will talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. All right. I know we said goodbye, but we're back because we have aligned with Zach on how we are going to handle this setup situation. 
Yep, we have made an email that you guys can screen record your dating profiles so we get all your information. Send that right to our email, fmhsetups at gmail.com. Yes, plural. We'll also put it in the show notes. And if you don't have a dating app profile, send us some pictures and some stuff about yourself like as, as if you did. Yeah, or as you listen to the episode, what do you do for work? I guess that's a, that's a top <laughs> one, which I never thought I would say. But yes, it is a top one. So. So yeah, send us that. And then obviously you don't know what Zach looks like. So there will be a mutual mutual selection situation. You know, we're not going to make you go on a date with this guy side unseen because he's going to be seeing you. So email us and we'll go from there. Yeah. So send your email. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot.